Previously on Taverns and Caverns, Kona, the Flesh Collector, is a wizard that has been pillaging villages and terrorizing citizens. Dead or alive, Captain Cole must deal with her. Linnell set up a meeting with the Guildmaster, but only the original members of Captain Cole can enter this office. We enter Eamon Vanillis' office. We tell our story, but the Guildmaster needs more proof to accuse a noble of House Dockmore. We agree to find Camaros and bring him to the Guildmaster. We learn a Virlis has siblings, Badger and Vanya Dockmore, but have no idea if they are shady as well. After the Guildmaster dismisses Captain Cole, Rogar walks into the office to chat with the Guildmaster. When Rogar finishes, we decide to go after Kona before we search for Camaros. Episode 44, The Flesh Collector. Welcome back to another episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. This is your Dungeon Master, Haphazard DM. And last time on D&D, the party was finally able to meet with the guild master of the Adventurers Guild in New Tempest, Iman Vanellis, an elf warrior that took the title of guild master many, many years ago. And speaking with the guild master, the party was able to attempt to convince, well, I should say that they were able to convince him of possibly seeking out more information of what's going on. But after that meeting with the guild master, the players have decided that they're going to complete their next quest that they had taken was for Kalna, the flesh collector and the guild master will be calling upon cat and co to meet back at his office in the next couple of days. But that's, we're going to, that's where we left off. So we're going to go ahead and pick up this episode back at the adventurers guild. So you're all still in the adventurers guild, getting ready to seek out Kona, the flesh collector. It is still fairly early morning. I'm say, I'm going to say it's probably around 11 o'clock in the morning. And Rogar, he's flexing his muscles. He's ready to go. He's excited that he got to speak with Iman Vanellis. And he's looking at the party. Well, are we going to go kick some flesh collector butt or what? Yes, yes, sure, sure. I'm ready. What about the rest of you? Where do we have to go? I forget. The outskirts of town. It's, okay, but it's like still in town-ish. Yes. Okay. They say that out near the farming areas, on the very outskirts, it's past outside the city walls, the very edges of New Tempest. There are places we might have to ask farmers or other people around there. I might know of a good location we can ask some people on the edge of town, maybe. There is a place. It's a very tiny village, mostly farmers and, you know, small residents from out there. There's a place called Mapleview. We should check it out. Maybe they'll have information. Yes, we can ask around there. Is this going to be shady? What do you mean, shady? You know what I mean. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Are we going to be Like, we're going to run into, like, a, like, bootleg Tommy kind of people? Or what are we going to find? Hey, hold on. He's an honest man. He just uh, has a past. <laughs> <laughs> Good old bootleg Tommy, man. He, last he saw him, he was in Stratham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know he doesn't live here. I'm just saying people like him. What do you mean? I mean, people like bootleg Tommy. That's what I, I mean. roll with bootleg Tommy, so you didn't mean people like us. Damn. I don't think you like bootleg Tommy. We're more like than you think. Okay. <laughs> Somebody's a judgy Judy today. 
I just want people now to think I hang out with the wrong people, you know. Wow, what's wrong? What's wrong with people like Tommy? Maybe you do hang out with the wrong people. Well, I do. You brush your hair today. I do hang out with the wrong people. I think be getting a lot of trouble. Hey, look. But I'm part of the problem. I'm all I'm gonna say yes. is the, the, yes, you are part of the problem, Asundra. Definitively part of the problem. But I am the problem. Look, <laughs> I know I know several people on the outskirts. I travel. I use my caravan to transport some of them back and forth to the major city. A lot of those people on the outskirts are good people. And if this Colna flesh collector, whatever her name is, if she's picking on them and messing with them, they're definitely going to speak up. They're nice people. They shouldn't be shady in the least. They're mostly farmers out there. They don't like the city life. But they don't have a lot of... They don't. But yeah, the people out there are, are really friendly. They're not shady at all. You just have to talk to them, you know? They don't have a lot of protection out there. They're very far from the city, so there's not a lot of city guards that can, you know, watch over them over there. I'm not losing their life. I just wondered. Well, if there's any shady people out there, it's going to be this Kona lady. So let's hope we can find her and bring her in. Is she eating the poor people? I hope not. I don't know why her name's Flesh Collector, but I hope that's not the case. Oh, I think we know why she's got the Flesh Collector. Yeah, that's a pretty a cannibal? specific thing. <laughs> Ah, we'll find out, I guess. <laughs> so, I mean, Rogar has, has a good idea. If we head, if we head south, there is a town, a very small village called Maple View. We can ask some people about it there. They might know a thing or two about this. What's going on? Maybe some of them were even attacked by this Colma lady. So, we should get going then and get this over with. That way, we can relax until, or, or that way, we can relax and or possibly try and find where Camaros is. All right, let's get packed up and let's move out. When we find Camrose, should Damien disguise himself as uh, a virus again and then like lead him to the guild? Would he? Would she go to the guild? Probably not. How are we going to do it? We're going to jump him. I, I would mean, assume. What is the, that's what's usually other? our our first plan of action. We could we could probably probably kidnap him. Like if we put them in a bag, tie him up, drag knock him, knock him out. Put him in the bag. Take him to the guildmaster. Yes. What do you think Again. the guildmaster is going to do with him? He'd frown upon that. <laughs> he already <laughs> thinks we're hoodlums. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, this is true. He didn't ask us how to bring him in. Yeah, he didn't say to do it nicely. So he lifted up the cat and coat. <laughs> I have various forms of uh, <laughs> personnel control we can use to hold him down. Very questionable, Unless but I mean. I mean, what? How else are we going to bring Camros? And I don't see him being the type of guy that just follows us. Like, oh, yeah, I'm Camros. Sure, I'll follow you guys to the Ventures Guild. He's not going to want to get caught. And yeah, he's going to probably go tell, like, run and tell Iviris that he saw us. Then he leaves us no choice. Do you think he's still on vacation or whatever? That is question. a good question. I do not know. Maybe I he's thought not that was just. I thought that was just his day off. So. If it's only his day off, then like a virus would be close, yeah. Maybe possibility. I mean, we don't know how they get around. If she can summon undead and stuff, she can probably teleport too. Okay, maybe we will find him with these shady people. I don't know. Let's just start with Maple View. I agree. Let's get going. Yes, let's go. I'm ready to bust some heads. I hope we can bust Kalna's head even. Uh, all right. Yeah. Ready to smash. This new Rogar. It's just a little different. 
<laughs> what? I've always been about action. What are you talking he, about? He is filled with vigor, man. <laughs> I'm ready to prove myself even more, you know? I just spoke with Iman Vanellis himself. It is good. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Let us get going. We go to Mapleview. Follow me. I know how to get there. All right. So I'll follow. As, as the group begins to step out of the Adventurer's Guild, you all run into a familiar face. It is um, Yatari, and she knew that you guys were meeting Lanelle around, around this time. So she's out there walking up toward the guild, and she just waves as she sees you all stepping out. And she's just like, yo, hey, hey, guys, how'd it go? Where, where are you guys going? Where are you guys heading to? How, how'd the meeting go? We're going to go jump somebody. Wait, did you speak to the guild master, though? Oh, yeah, he said to do it. Oh, you guys are going to go on another mission right now? Yeah. Yeah, the money doesn't stop, so neither do we. Yeah, Eddie is broke now, so we have to go. He forgot to get the money out the bank again. She just rubs her chin a bit. Well, where are you guys heading to? How far is it? I ran to Mapleview. The outskirts, you coming? Oh, that's not that far. Uh, what's the quest? Yeah, I want to come. Can I come? Can I come? It's a flesh eater. You ever heard of Kona? Uh, Kona? I have no idea who that is. And I have no idea what a flesh eater is, but that does not sound appetizing or interesting in the least. But if there's someone eating flesh out there, yes, let's go and stop them. I'd like to join you. Then you have joined. Awesome. She's just like she, she guy pumps her fist. Hell yeah, let's do this. Yatari has joined the party. Yes. Yatari has joined the party. Ryan just loves to play characters. <laughs> oh, trust me, I ain't playing them all. You're about to find out. Oh, find out no. what? How are you gonna take them out? You'll see. <laughs> Damn. If Yaito leaves us for a fucking tea shop again, I'm gonna be pissed off. Yaito shrugs. I am not leaving. I am part of the party. Isundra did not say that. That was Felicia. <laughs> Yaito hears all voices. We break fourth wall all the time. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> so Linnell, she looks, ex- or not Linnell, um, Yatari looks excited. She wanted to come on your guys' next quest anyways because she, she wants to do more with her magic. But the, the eight of you, there's eight of you now. Like I said, in the last session, we mentioned it's Final Fantasy Party up in here. Rolling deep. Rolling Best deep. swap them out. So the eight of you begin to head out towards the southern gates of New Tempest. And, you know, it's still early, around 1130 a.m. And as you get to the gates, you guys see that there's not much going on. But you do remember to the southwest, you did meet, or I should say to the west, you do remember meeting the... The farmer who had you find his hat with the harpies, but he comes across your minds. Good old Cletus Ray, <laughs> but he's on the he's on the western side of town. He's closer to New Tempest, so he may not be of use. But Mapleview is directly south of town, probably a, probably about two hours worth of walking distance. Damn, it's fairly fairly far on foot. And as you guys make your travel, Rogar and El... You have to walk two hours back. That sucks. Yes, it does. 
But you guys are making your way. But Elroy goes, wait, wait, guys, I have my oxen. We can just take my wagon. You know oh, yeah, we should do that. But yeah, I'll, I'll get our, I'll get my oxen. We'll take my wagon. I can take you guys to Mapleview. We'll ask a couple questions and hopefully get this quest in and out right away. How's that sound? Sounds good. I think it won't go that easy, but okay. Elroy grabs his oxen. He comes out with his wagon and you're all able to get on onto it. It reduces your time by about, I would say, an, an hour or so. And as the I'm just happy you, we don't have to walk back. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, we're level six. Fuck that. Yeah, period. Let's instant transmission this shit. <laughs> you don't want to Lord of the Rings it where you're walking everywhere? Oh, God. You need three movies just to get somewhere. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But the eight of you are on the wagon, and Elroy and Rogar are just talking. And as you're making your way south, you notice you're, you know, the further you get from New Tempest, the more rural the area becomes, the more farmlands and open space there is. But you eventually come across a small village. Maple View. There is a sign along the road. Welcome to Maple View. But as you guys get to Maple View, you see I wouldn't call it a suburb. It's it's more of a got a sign. Yeah, it has a sign, but there's probably a maximum of I would say less than a hundred residents here in Maple View. Not very many people live out here, mostly farmers. But when you guys get to town, go ahead and make me some perception rolls really quick. All right. It's about one o'clock in the afternoon. You get here. All right. You sooner with a twenty-three. Uh, Damon with thirteen. I thought you got cat eyes. It was eight. <laughs> Nomu with an eight. Not in the daytime. <laughs> Blind. Like Julian taking his glasses off. He can't see shit. Damn. Eddyar with a ten. All right. So Nomu and Eddyar, as you all reach the outskirts of maple view you see the sign but not too much else you just you all just see you know a small village it looks like a pretty simple village it's nothing to write home about yeah we're just chilling <laughs> yeah you're, you're you're busy speaking with the npcs but damien and especially asundra you are able to notice in the distance of maple view again very small village most of the housing here are like i'd say huts and i mean there's some farm housing farmhouses and stuff like that mostly made out of wood there's some stone homes but the two of you notice things that the other two don't off in the very far distance of maple view in the center of town you can see that there are some of the fences that are around some of the lands and the farmlands have been busted down you see there is a couple of homes that have had some destruction on them there are some destroyed homes, not completely destroyed, but you see some of the houses have some dents, some holes in the sides. It looks fairly beat up. But Rogar looks to the side and Elroy's looking around and Elroy's like, whoa, man, this place has seen better days. Look at some of these houses. Holy crap. Last time I was here, it's been a while, but it wasn't this bad looking. And property values looking a little uh, low. That's what I'm saying. Let's hope, let's hope uh, nothing too wrong is going around here wonder what what's going on why are some of these houses so beat up i guess we'll find out here soon i'll take us into the heart of ta- heart of the village and as you guys make your way closer to the center of the village 
you don't really find many people outside, even though it's one o'clock in the afternoon and most of these people are farmers. A lot of them are not outside tending to their crops. Most are kind of hidden away. And you can see some of them are inside looking at you all through the windows while you're making your way to the center of the village. But once you get to the center of village, Elroy stops his oxen. Whoa, whoa. And he looks around. There's only a couple of people outside right now. You see a couple of people at the well getting some water with the buckets. Two are, are talking to one another, but they're all looking at your party's way. Somewhat, somewhat, I would say, shy of the party. They're not really coming up to you. And Rogar looks at the party. Well, this is different. They're usually waving their hands and saying hello. Something definitely happened here. I say we start gathering information. I say so too. How about we all go and talk to different people and see what's going on, yes? Yes. Rogar's a pretty good idea. The NPCs all jump out and they all kind of go to a different side of the village and start talking to some people, leaving the four of you to be able to speak with the people near the well. What do you guys do? Are you going up to them? Man, I should have put on my 60 minutes wig. Oh, well. <laughs> 60 minutes wig? Nothing. <laughs> Damien straightens his shirt. It does nothing. And he walks up to uh, the first woman that's closest to him. Or person, elf. What is this? It's a, it's a human woman, and she okay. she's standing next to a human male. They're both collecting water from the well. It looks like they have a couple of buckets that they're trying to get some water from. But how how do you approach the two? Are you are you normally approaching them like you normally do, or are you trying to approach them in a more like sensitive way because it looks like crap here right now? Or what are you doing? Oh, I'm very black and white. We're on a time schedule. Uh, hey, excuse me. Uh, has this place always been so raggedy? Don't offend them. I'm the, not. The woman and the, the man, they slowly look at your way, and the woman shakes her head. Why do you care? Where are you coming from? Where have you? Who are you? Someone that's concerned. Concerned? And where have you been then? Our, t- our, vi- our little village here has been raided and pillaged, and this- the city does not send their guards to protect us. Who are you? We're from the Adventurers Guild. Oh, so they finally send adventurers here to help us out, after the fact that our village has been pillaged already? Hey, they didn't tell us. How I mean, often does it get pillaged? Not very often. The flesh collector herself was here not that long ago. So she left survivors? Did you guys hide? What'd she do? How do we find her? She looks, We're going to enter. She looks at the the man standing next to her, and he's just he's silent. He's kind of shaken, but the woman looks back at the four, the four of you. How do you find her? She, do you know who the flesh collector is? She's no. She came to our village, pillaged <laughs> us for our goods, and slaughtered many of my family and friends. She she I, is a monster, and there's no way you can stop her. She has a giant flesh looking zombie or something that she commands and is she that why she's her. called flesh collector I, I i guess so she took the bodies of some of our fallen residents around here i don't know what she did with them but the monster that follows her is made out of nothing but flesh it's disgusting does she eat people for all i know yes i don't know okay okay wait what now uh rewind that uh 
She has a monster. Yes, a monster. Is this it looks like a giant monster of nothing but flesh. Interesting. Let me give you a hand with that water. And he's trying to be nice. He's trying to try to help them carry that water. With. She's still looks, just interrogating them. She looks at Namu. What are you? What are you hoping to do? The, the only way you're probably going to get her 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 attention is if you have goods, valuables that she's going to want to take from you. Not only did she take people from the village, she she took our supplies, our crops. That's how we make a living. So what exactly does she take? This is important. Whatever she can. If it's valuable, she'll take it. From crops to gold to even bodies. And she oh. has a lot of men at her side as well. It's not just her and this, this nasty flesh monster. There's a, a bunch of bandits that roam around the lands with her too. I know she has sell swords. Uh, this tabaxi has an idea on how to uh, trap this flesh collector. You do? Oh, yeah. What is it? We use someone as bait. Me, probably. Okay, I was going to say, I do not volunteer. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. You'll die immediately. Uh, yeah, you probably will kind of die immediately. You do die in like one hit. Hey, That's one a- thing is for sure. Sounds like me and Flesh Collector got a lot in common. She what? bought her bread. I can respect that. What? People are too weak to keep their shit and take it from them. That's I'm not... I did that to you guys. <laughs> but hey... I think That's I know okay. how to get into her head. Hey, shut up, Asundra. You don't know anything about <laughs> real currency. Damn. <laughs> Having to pay bills. You lived outside. Yeah, uh, it's tough. And if, if someone come along and take it, I worked hard for that. It's not good. Look, the idea is to draw her in by making it known that we have money. Yep. A lot of money. And then you ambush then I think we should use Ediar as baits because he loves to talk about how he used to have money. Good done. Used to is not appealing. Yeah, but you are good. You look more fancy than the rest of us. Fuck that. Do you see this cape? Okay, then you were bait. I didn't think you would be bait, but okay. I thought you backstab. I need to prove myself. Since none of you think that I could be guilt master one day, step aside. I don't know about that. Oh, no. Somebody blow my cape. There's no wind today. What? (laughs) I don't think I can blow hard enough for that. If you'd all work together, God, I gotta do everything around here. We need like no, Kirby. we need Yaito. <laughs> Kirby. Yaito to use like a wind spell. She, the villager that's at the well with the man, they they begin to grab their buckets and she. Do just they looks, feel confident that we're gonna kill her? No, they don't. Damn. They. they I they love lo- being underestimated. They, they look at you, and the woman just shakes her head. Well, if you're going to tangle with the flesh collector, I don't want it to be here in Mapleview. Our village has seen enough destruction. Go and find her somewhere else. And good luck to you. I don't think you have enough of, on your side to defeat her. There's, uh, there's a lot of them. Hmm. Don't we, have, we need a bigger trap. Tell everyone in your village Cat and Co. will save the day. No one knows what that means yet, but you will. Dramatic pause. The woman and the man quickly like scurry off. They're not really looking to talk all that much. They, they've had a lot of stress. A lot of things have happened to them the past couple of days. So they, they're quickly walking away. They don't, they don't see you guys succeeding and they kind of just want to get back to their homes. Like who the fuck are these people? Yeah. They have no idea who you guys are, but they're going to go back and quickly leave. And they basically leave the four of you there. And the other end, four NPCs come back to, to where you four are. And, Yaito looks around. These people here, 
someone really hurt them. Not a lot of them wish to speak, which is very odd. You would think they would want to tell us what is going on so we can stop this. All right, now we have the element of surprise. I don't think they trust us. Oh, it is okay if they do not trust us. Well, they will trust us once we bash Kona's head in. We were not able to get much information. What about you? She likes money. Oh, who doesn't? <laughs> Ooh, I guess this is a, a good of time as any to put on my nice, valuable ruby from Iman. What's his name? Iman Vanellis himself? Yes. Yvonne Vanellis. Hmm. Damien. looks at you. Well, wait a minute. So she likes money. So she's, she's pillaging towns, taking hostages, and is called the Flesh Collector. Does that mean we're going to put a trap up or something? Are we going to do like a stakeout maybe? Yeah, Tari is just like getting excited. Yeah, so we're going to lay a trap down and then, and then like jump them? Is that what the idea is? Uh, I want to, since we have the surprise on our side. That would be ideal. Hmm. She she's thinking now. I mean, we do have we do have Elroy's wagon. We could potentially take the main road, and if there's a big group of them, maybe one might spot us, and I don't know, m- maybe get their attention at some point, and they'll attack us, and we can jump them. Yeah, we can load up some gold on the wagon. That way, every time we hit a bump, you hit a clink of gold. Well, if this village was attacked by Kona not that long ago, she cannot be very far, yes? I'm sure she has many scouts around the land because if they're running away from soldiers and making sure they're not getting caught, they're not going to want to not have eyes all over the place. I'm assuming they're going to know a random little wagon traveling. I'm, I'm actually surprised we were not attacked on our way here. Do we look rich? No, we need to look rich, though. Damien, can you disguise everyone? Sure. <laughs> Who's first? So at least look like we have some fucking pockets. <laughs> Rogar goes, I can be first. Or we I can't can, even. Or I can act like your bodyguard, yes. We can't even fucking cure being a werewolf. Like, we got money. I'm not a werewolf. Oh, you about to be. <laughs> I am a tabaxi. About to be a werewolf tabaxi, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I bit your I bit your ass. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think I only, remember. I think only Eddie R cured it, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the plan, chat? What's the plan, party? Chat. That's a chat. Damn. So chat. <laughs> So what do I roll to see if everyone looks like money or dirt? Go ahead and roll me either a... Actually, roll me a performance check. Rogar should be easy. Just give him golden scales. Yeah, that's true. A little makeup on him. Yeah. Um, I have advantage on performance checks. All right, so you rolled a 24. So you're definitely able to make everyone look fancier than... I mean, with within your means, within what you ha- what items you have on you. You're able oh, to make- I keep my pocket stuffed with random shit. Eddie R has on a monocle. <laughs> okay. But with a 24, you're definitely able to dress everyone up a bit more uh, fancy with some of the random items you have. 
Rogar, he still has his armor on. He can't hide that, but he's gonna he's gonna pretend like he's like the 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 bodyguard. Elroy is gonna still pretend like he's your your chauffeur, kind of taking you guys from point A to point B. Uh, Yatari though and Yaito, they they're both able to to follow along with dressing up a little nicer, and the four of you are able to look, you know, fairly. I don't want to say ridiculously wealthy, but you're able to look like you have some money on you. You might want to dress the wagon too. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, it I looks freakity. Yeah, make it look like uh, look like it came from a rich neighborhood. It's the it's just just the illusion. I'm not a miracle worker. <laughs> it's things an old jalopy. <laughs> hey, now, careful! Watch it. I'm just saying. This old jalopy has gotten us all over the place. It's never failed me yet. Got a point. It's very true. I don't have a problem riding in it, but it doesn't look expensive. Hey, listen. Let's just act like we're, we come from money and our carriage broke down and we're lost. We got to put some rims on it. The spinning ones. I tried to take that plate, but no. I think this should be good enough. You want to keep it for cheese? I think we, uh, I think we're set up. Yeah. I think we look rich enough, right? Yeah. For the most part, you look you more you look more rich than the villagers in this town. In this you have village. to talk fancy. Where, like, do, where do we say that we're from? Oh, that's a good question. Should we say we're from New Tempest, or or coming from Stratham? Maybe we're oh, from the bank. I know even better. This makes more sense. I know the I know the layout around here. Further further south from here, there's River Hall, big town, big town. It would make sense if we're coming from River Hall, heading to New Tempest. It'll be, it makes more sense than us coming from Stratham, because that's directly to the east. If we're coming from Riv- River Hall, there's some nobles and fancy people there. That's more believable. Hmm. I'll just say I'm from the bank, delivering gold. Well, Eddie R., you can just use your usual shtick. I'm Eddie R. Dosane from House Dosane. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Wow, it's almost like nothing's changed. No natural from House Monstrous. H- House Monstrous, okay. No, I think I'll just say it with normal. What if I say? What if uh, we say? Well, one of us says we are a virus. Maybe it'll make Camaros, you know, come closer to where we are. Maybe he'll try to be like, "Ooh, what is that?" Uh, that's if he's out here. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll hear that the virus is here and he'll be like, oh no, my vacation is ruined. Or he won't care like he didn't when she got in his face. Whatever. I don't have a last name. What should I say? Uh, of that- the woods. You can say <laughs> from Asia. Asia? Yes, the nation of Asia. That's where the wood elves come from, down south. Oh, okay. Just say you're from Asia. You're, okay. you, you can say you're like a, uh, a diplomat or something. Oh, fancy. Do you yeah. think they'll believe? Maybe if we, I mean, you look dressed up enough. Okay, okay. You have the look of a diplomat from Aussie. It's not hard. But uh, so are we going to like go out in the middle of the road and set up camp or something and, and see if they see us? Or are we going to like just ride around randomly? We have to drink the tea and act fancy. We Maybe can ride around camp. and then make camp. Okay, I'm fine with that. Make it, I can make it seem like we're heading back towards no new tempest and then you know we can maybe set up camp and 
I mean, that's the best time for people to pillage and attack, right? It's at night when they can see the campfire or something. Is that yes. how it works? We can set up uh, traps because then we're told that we're outnumbered. Hold so we on. need an advantage. Wait, we're outnumbered by how many? Oh, they said there are many, many bandits. And a monster. Oh, monster, you say? What kind of monster? A fleshy one. Fle- I mean, all monsters are fleshy, right? No, Except- I don't know. That's just what they said, like a flesh monster. Oh, is this why they call her the flesh collector? That's what I asked. They said they don't know. Interesting. I, I would assume she gathers the flesh of the enemy- of the people she pillages and uses it to increase the power of her monster. Ew. This is just an assumption. Yatari <laughs> just... <laughs> It's hard. To do that. <laughs> That's disgusting. If there's a wizard out there doing that, gross. that they need to be taken down immediately. That is against all of the the rules of the schools of magic. Itari, can any of your elements, your elementals, dig? Dig? Uh, I mean, I guess I could make them dig. Yeah. Why? Why dig? I want to make a pitfall trap when we set camp. Oh. Yeah. Sure. I can summon an elemental to to help dig, but. Sure. Because we can't be seen to do it in case someone's looking. That is true. Fancy can, people oh, don't do their own work. I can, I can summon. Exactly. We'll get dirty. She snaps her fingers. Oh, oh, I can summon an earth elemental to do the digging. Yes. That makes perfect sense, actually. Yaito's rubbing his chin. Oh, you know earth magic, yes? Yes, I know how to summon elementals of earth, water, fire, and uh, wind. Yaito's just shaking his head. I see. That is. The methods of us sorcerers of Shimara. I like this magic. You're like an avatar. What is an avatar? What? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Let's get this. <laughs> let's get this thing on the road. Elroy's like, all right, all right, let's get going. Then seems like no one else around here wants to talk to us. All right, so uh, everyone get back on the wagon. We'll, we'll find. A, we'll ride around randomly if they attack us while we're riding around, and they attack us. But I have a feeling they might do it at night, and maybe one of the villagers here are in on it and maybe they'll tell them that we were here. So that's what I'm hoping for. All right. Well, everyone get back on the wagon. Let's let's ride around for a couple of hours and set up camp. How's that sound? Sounds good. Get that earth element already. The easy on the bumps. Yatari gets back in the wagon along with everyone else. And Elroy's going to lead you guys off the beaten path onto another path to kind of waste some time. And eventually, after a couple hours, he gets back on one of the main roads to basically head towards New Tempest, as if you guys were coming from River Hall. And many hours go by. It's about 7 o'clock p.m., I would say. And Elroy comes to a halt off the main road. So I have a map that is now available to the left. You should see it. I'm going to go ahead and say, use this map. And I'm going to draw the wagon really quick i'm going to say the wagon is right right there that rectangular shape all right off on the main road and go and just place your characters around so elroy halts the wagon and he pulls it off to the side of the road hey hey all right looks like this is a good spot let's set up camp here and he's going to begin to tie his oxen up to a nearby tree. Yatari jumps out, and you can see she begins to summon an earth elemental that slowly begins to dig from the ground up, and it soon finds its way onto land. And she's looking around. 
all right, all right, where do you want me to have a dig? And Rogar is just standing there with his arms crossed. I will pretend that I am, you know, bodyguard you hired to watch over camp. And he's just going to fold his arms and he's going to step along the road here and just look around as if he's guarding. And Yaito looks around. I will go ahead and set up the fire and some tea. I'm sure we are hungry, yes? That way they believe that we are setting up camp for the night. Yes. And Yaito is going to go ahead and do that over here. I believe if we're going to be ambushed, it won't come from the main road. It'll come from these woodland areas. So I would dig somewhere uh, in these tree covers. Go ahead and ping where you're wanting her to do that. And I'm going to say this element is her. I say around these areas. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to say. Probably behind the zoo. All right. I'm going to go ahead and make little squares like that. She can do three in the amount of time. Yep. Well, that's what's what's the party doing while Yatari is having her element dig these pits? Um. Uh, Yaito's over to the side getting camp ready. Is there a fire? Yeah. I'll go ahead and say the fire is. Let me draw it really quick. Is right here next to Yaito. By the fire, and I take a cup of tea from Yaito, who probably has it. And yes. I have my pinky out, and I am pretending to sip it fancy. And I say, oh, no, I hope no one attack us. We have so much money. <laughs> I, my wealth makes me so tired. Oh, I never do my own work because I have so much money. It's so <laughs> crazy to see poor people working. It's disgusting. Even my money has money. You see all these farmers on the way here? What a joke. Am I right? I think I might buy this farm. How much do <laughs> you think it costs? Not enough. <laughs> I think I might buy the road. You know, charge taxes for anyone who passes. It makes them more money. Oh, that is such a good idea. Make poor people poorer. I love it. I don't think we're allowed to have money. We're scum. <laughs> I was about to say, you are terrible. Scum. We know how we just know how rich people are, bro. <laughs> do we? Do we? I mean, that sounds like rich people to me. I don't know. Pretty much. Yeah, it feels oh, like... Oh, they don't say it out loud. But. With, with my money, I am going to buy all the tea shops in New Tempest. <laughs> don't you already own so many tea shops, Yaito? I bet they make you super rich. Oh, yes. I own very many back in home in Shimara, across the oceans, you know, very yeah. far from here. I am exotic man in these lands. You have to expand their business. You know what I'm saying? Then you can make even more money. I agree. This is what I am trying to do. I am trying to buy all tea shops in New Tempest. Next, I will buy all tea shops in Stratham. It's so- all a franchise. That's how you make money. I will I have know. monopoly on tea shops. I already Nomu- have one on brothels. <laughs> Nomu takes out 4,000 gold, starts counting it while sitting on a rock. <laughs> all right. What, what is Eddie? Are you still on the wagon, Eddie? Or are you out near the fire with the rest of them? Uh, I'm still just talking from the wagon, just sitting back and relaxing. Okay. He's rich. He doesn't have to do anything. Elroy's going to look back. Ah, well, you rich people do your thing. I'm going to relax here and take take a nap, I guess. And he's going to lay back in his wagon and he pulls some beef jerky out of his bag and he starts chewing on some beef jerky. Rogar still has his arms folded and he's looking around, pretending to be a bodyguard. And... At this point in time, Yatari is going to 
kind of walk back towards the campfire and her earth elemental comes back with her as well. She has already dug the, the pits and they're pretty well hidden, especially since her earth elemental is the one that did it. And she's going to look back at the group of you. Oh my goodness. You're all so rich. How do I get as rich as you? You don't. <laughs> First, you have to graduate college and your parents have to be rich. Then you can be rich like us. <laughs> you actually graduated? Fool. <laughs> Damn. It's just for show. You know, you have to get the degree so that everyone has, thinks if they just work hard, they can make money. It's just a scam. I know. You just have to blackmail your professors. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to actually try. Or better yet, you just own the colleges and make all the money off the poor, poor students. Exactly. That is the best way. He's you know, gold maybe you still. fail, you fail a class, and your parents are like, "Oh, here's more money to build a library at this school." You know, things like this. He's gonna clink his bag, make it jingle. Oh, we're all talking really loud. Oh my God, money! <laughs> so nice to have. Scumbags! Scumbags! Yo. <laughs> <laughs> so while while you're all talking, go ahead and make me some perception rolls. Right. You're, you're all. I'm not gonna go off your past perception because you're anticipating someone coming. Yeah. You're all actively make, looking around from time. Your to is too into the money. <laughs> Damien's too focused on the money. Oh. She's watching No Mu Count. She's like, "Can I grab a couple of those coins?" Right. <laughs> How cute with this dirt road look paved in bronze coins you could just gentrify the area and kick everyone out oh i didn't think the people here were people anyway oh, true just stones to be stepped upon that is the way of life <laughs> so uh, as soon as you got 26 number 12 eddie r has a 15 he rolled twice and, yeah 15 it was yeah funny. and then Damien has a five. So Damien's too busy playing out did, the role of a rich person. How did you roll twice and it says Julian and then it says IDR? Because I can switch the name. Oh. Yeah, at the very bottom where it says as under the chat box, you can roll as yourself. Uh, or your yeah, in case you have other characters. I didn't even know you could do this. Yeah. So as the four of you are playing it up with Yaito, Rogar is doing his part. Yatari is kind of doing her part, acting like she's just like hired help along with Rogar. Uh, Damien, you don't notice this, but Isundra, you definitely notice this. And Ediar, you notice this. Nomu, not so much. Nomu, you see some figures coming towards you, but not a lot. You don't, you can't get the, the details out of it. But Ediar and especially Isundra, you notice there is a group of people enclosing around the camp from all directions. However, you notice though, Isundra more so than Eddie actually rolled a 26 to the far East of the road, separate from all the other figures that seem to be slowly making their way. None of them are on horseback. They're all on foot. It looks like at this point in time, but you notice two individuals walking towards you. One looks like a woman and next to her is this medium, Medium-sized, but still fairly big for a medium-sized creature. It's probably standing at about six, six, eight, six, nine. Extremely buff and fleshy, I would say. But it's not a large size. It's still medium-sized. Pretty big on the medium thing, though. Jesus. Yes. But those two are separate from everyone else. So I'll, let me go ahead and pull up what you guys see. Okay, let me just make them all the same icon. So that's easy. <laughs> 
Hey, Are they like shade. prisoners? I don't know. <laughs> I just chose a random. They just bust out of prison? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You don't know. Surrounded. Yes. Damien, what if we buy all the property and then we rent it out to the poor people, but we decide to like only rent it out at an expensive price and then they just have to pay it. They have no choice. Go on. And then oh, we can control the whole neighborhood and everyone has to pay that price because there's no other choice. Or we can just shove them all in a warehouse and make them work. I think it's called slavery. I don't want to pay them. I want to further increase my funds. All I mean, right. we could... Would they, would they work in a warehouse that ships stuff out without any bathroom breaks? <laughs> Lunch and bathroom break? Oh, that shit's one. They got. They have to pee in the bottle. <laughs> yeah, their Jeez, payment that's... is being able to live in these shitty shacks we're gonna build here. Oh, we are surrounded. Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there are. They busted out of prison. Look at there's them. several individuals, all of them equipped with some. I mean, they all look like thugs of some kind. Some bandits. They have leather armor for the most part. None of them have metal. Most of them have leather armor with falchions and some spears. None of them look too over the top with what if they have. If she busted them out of prison, we're screwed. Because, you know, and... rich people are the ones who put these dudes in prison. <laughs> <laughs> they stole a loaf of bread and they were like, we don't care, bro. Go to jail. But as the camp is quickly surrounded by this, this large group of individuals, they all have their weapons drawn as they're making their way towards camp. But to the far east along the road there is this woman stepping forward and she's in these she's in robes and she has this mask over her face that she just slowly takes off as she gets closer. But the thing that really stands out next to her is this medium looking figure that stands at six, eight. It's this giant. Six, nine, Ryan. I'm sorry. Six, nine, whichever it was. It's this large flesh like monstrosity. It does not look human or like a person at all it's made out of this flesh that's dripping all over its body it, it looks like it's oozing kind of this flesh from its from itself but it is a humanoid figure it has two arms and two legs and Sandra sees all this yes and, and on top or attached to its arms are like these metallic looking blades it looks what? like a flesh like golem of some kind not a zombie, but more of like a golem that's created strictly from people's flesh. And it has this weird device attached to its head that's made out of metal. And as she's walking towards the party, all of the others that are surrounding, they all stop with their weapons drawn. And the flesh golem-like creature steps forward towards the party. And it stands there as the blades on its arms descend and basically come out of, it, the, of the sockets that they're in. And the woman from behind, she has this grin on her face as she steps forward to speak with the party. Well, well, well. Look what we have here. A group of snotty, annoying, rich, little nobodies. If I were you, I would offer everything that you have drop it on the ground if not your flesh can join my flesh golem here 
and I'll take what is rightfully ours by force. So, what do we say? Isn't the rich nobody an oxymoron? If you're rich, you're somebody. You're nobody once you've run across Kalna, the flesh collector. Do you eat people? (laughs) Good question. Fool. Me? Eat people? No. I wouldn't go as far as cannibalism. That's beneath me. I use your flesh for magics to create such things as what I have here next to me, a flesh golem. And if you don't cough up your cash now, this flesh golem is going to tear your flesh from your very bones, and it's going to add your flesh to its body. So what do you say? You are outnumbered and surrounded. There is no way that your guards here, including yourselves, can stop us. No need to be rude. You could have asked the sheriff fire. Does the flesh monster handle Botox? I'm not here to share a fire or to answer questions about Botox. I'm here for your money. Now drop your goods, including your magical equipment, so that you may leave here intact before I change my mind. Wait, give me your money. (laughs) I know! This is a stick-up. Give me your money. Yeah, we are rich. You give it to us. That's the way it should be. (sighs) You don't bow to such monstrosities such as yourself in that garment. (laughs) It's so last season. We don't bend, we don't fold. (laughs) We just make silver and gold. (laughs) She is a a human wizard, and she looks about middle age, but she has this short brown hair, and she just has this look of disgust on her face as you speak back to her. How dare you speak to Kona in such a fashion? I was going to let you live, but I think I've changed my mind. Men, kill them and then take all of their goods. And she looks at the flesh golem points at the party. Go, take their flesh. Leave none of them alive. Ooh, scary. And at this point, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Don't forget (laughs) to click on your character before you do so. Oh, you know she is fucking sick of us, man. Already. Yes. Sick of us. Damn, we rolled low as fuck. We about to get our asses beat before we even get to go. Mm. Oh my god. Y'all rolled crap. I know. She rolled an Maybe 18. Maybe straight up rolled a one. <laughs> let, me, let me roll for the flesh golden now. Alright. Let me see here what we have. I will explain turn order in a moment. All right, so it looks like Colna is first, followed by Ediar and the Flesh Golem. I'll say Ediar, Ediar is first over the Flesh Golem. And then Nomu the Monstrous, followed by Asundra, and then Damien. And then I'll explain the others, NPCs and the other individuals. All right, so Colna's pointing at the group, and she has this grin on her face. Well, I've given you quite the opportunity to leave this encounter with your lives intact. But now I've changed my mind. I'm going to collect all of the flesh on your bones and add it to my flesh golem here. There's no escape for you. It's over. You've had your chance. Let us end this. And she quickly points her hand at the party. Tear them apart now, flesh golem. 
And as she does so, she begins to hold both of her hands out and she begins to cast a spell as this ice-like substance forms around her hand. She soon summons a spell and she summons it above the party in a 20-foot radius. So she's going to do it exactly where Nomu is. So it hits all of you, including Yaito. And what she's casting is Ice Storm. You all see above you a cloud begins to form as icicles begin to rain down upon the party. I need everyone to make me dex saving throws. I'm going to use my reaction of absorb elements. Okay. Well, here's my dex real quick. So go ahead and everyone roll me a dex, and I'll tell you what happens if you saved versus if you failed. All right, so looks like everyone so far is rolling pretty well. Damien has a 14, Eddie Arnomu 18, oh. Isundra with a 6. and um, So everyone succeeded except for Isundra. So if you succeeded, you take half damage. God, I'm scared. So what's going on is the icicles begin to rain down upon the party. And what happens all around the party, the land in a 20-foot radius right here becomes difficult terrain. So to leave the terrain that you're currently in, it's going to take double the movement. So, but the people that succeeded and sooner you're going to take full damage. The others you'll take half. I have to roll bludgeoning damage and cold damage. So I'm going to roll the bludgeoning. You'll roll two or here. So the bludgeoning damage first. Oof. Bludgeoning damage is 15 points of bludgeoning damage to everybody. And then I have to roll the ice damage. If you succeeded, you take half of that. And then the ice damage is going to be, let's see here. Oof. 4d6 and that's going to be five, and that's going to be 12 points not that bad 12 points of ice damage take half of that half well i'm down to 27 hp and as she summons this ice storm remember it's it's a one-time round but the terrain around you is now considered difficult terrain so to move Does it stay difficult yes for the duration okay. of what's her the stuff. radius 20 foot here let me draw it from you. okay here, I'll draw it so you all know. One second. Where is my pen? So let's see here. So it starts here. I think here. I hit Elroy then too, right? Right here. 5, 10, 15, 20. So basically like... It hit Elroy too. Yeah. 5. And Rogar. Jesus. Yeah. So it's basically like right there. And Utari. But no, that's not... I'm using the... Oh, I see you. Let me see. Just all right there. Uh, Andy Atari, don't forget her. I got it. All right. So the ice storm hits everyone within the radius. And Atari, Rogar, and Elroy, they. Hold up. It hits that fat bitch's fleshy person, too. So. Well, it's from. That says 20 feet with. Oh, that's from Felicia. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I put it there. So. Y'all take that ice and bludgeoning damage, and Kalna begins to cackle evilly. <laughs> Destroy them, men! Take all their goods! All right, you, Eddie R, It is now your turn, Eddie R. What do you do? You see you're completely surrounded at this point. No, uh, Rogar is looking back at Eddie R. Do not worry about bandits. I will take care of them. We will kill. You focus on Kalna, yes? 
Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, ADR is going to use Radiant Soul. Uh, gain a flying speed of 30. Uh, and then once on each of my turns, I can deal extra radiant damage to one target when I deal damage to it from an attacker spell. My extra radiant is equal to my level. Uh, so since the rough train was only on the ground itself, I shouldn't no longer be in that, correct? Correct. Uh, then I shall do my bonus action casting spiritual weapon. I'll do that on the flesh monster. Okay. Uh, so I should land around it. And on hit, let's see, let me do the roll, which is... Yeah, we need 20 plus 7. 13 to hit. That hits. Okay. And then damage is 1d8 plus 7. Alright, for 13 damage. And that would be a turn. Your spiritual weapon summons and it hits the flesh golem. As it does, flesh flings off of it, but doesn't seem to have done too much to it. It is now the flesh golem's turn. But at this point, the flesh golem is going to quickly make its way towards Oop. the closest person, which looks like it's a Sundra. But it's going to have a difficult time getting there because of the ice storm. One, two, three. Four. It's still able to make it with its full movement, but it's not going to take any damage because that's already done. It's just difficult terrain. And as soon as you see this flesh golem just charging at you in this globby flesh-like substance, and it swings for you at it with its claws. I rolled a 17. Is that hit? Oh. Who's it hitting? Uh, Isundra. Yes. All right. So the golem's attacking, and he has two attacks, so it's going to attack again. So How do you get over here with that rough terrain? He's able to make it. Mm-hmm. Half his movement speed, he's still able to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I rolled another 17, so you get hit twice. Dude, what the fuck? I'm about to die. So, Isundra, the flesh golem charges at you for, that's going to be 24 points of damage. Oh my gosh. The flesh golem just tears into Isundra. I have three HP. With its flesh-like arms. And meanwhile, Kono is cackling in the back. Nomu the monstrous, you're- I'm not even really rich, stop! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ragamuffin! I'm up. Yep. All right. So, <clears throat> first things first, Nomu is going to pull out a vial of acid. He's going to throw it at uh, the flesh golem. I'm going to throw it right here. Yeah, so I don't hit Asundra. Okay. Actually, I, I don't think it hit teammates, does it? What are you throwing again? I'm throwing, I'm throwing a vial of acid at the uh, flesh golem. Is there a radius? Um, Let's check. This is right here. Um, says, uh, throw a vial on a creature within five feet of you or throw the vial up to 20 feet. Shadow impact. Nope. Nope. I could just, I could just throw it at him. All right. There you go. That's fine. I'm throwing the vial at him. I need to make a range attack. So I guess I'll just use right. my crossbow or bow stats. Yeah. Just use your decks. All right. If so you would have rolled a one and hit me with that fucking axe, <laughs> I would have been on fire. Uh, that's what that's what would have happened if he rolled a one. 
So you throw the acid very poorly. You have a difficult yeah. time throwing it. It doesn't look like it's going to hit, but the golem is big enough. It hits its arm. You roll just high enough to hit it. And the golem okay. takes the acid damage. It's 2d6. Okay. Give me one second. And there it is. 2d6. All right. So five acid damage to the flesh golem. Yep. And Nomo's going to get out of this radius by running next to the Atari. Okay. All right. Isundra, you are next. What are you doing? Um, I hurt. Yeah. Three HP. That's hurt. Guards! Guards! Get out! That's <laughs> fine. Okay. Um. One D six. Okay. I'm gonna use vampiric touch. I don't know if I have this set up though in my thing. I might have to just. It's a melee thing. It's a touch skill, basically. It's a yeah. still spell, but it's, you have to do I it. I don't have anything game. set up as melee, so I don't even know. Well, it's I have a hand like axe. A, it's not a melee attack. It's just a melee range. You just have to be in melee range. Oh, yeah. okay. I got you. Can I hit the... Can I just hit a button? Well, I'm just going to roll Eldritch Blast to see if I hit, and then... Yeah, that's fine. It out. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Cool. So it does on hit the target takes 3d6 necrotic damage, but I'm casting it. Wait, at a oh no, it's only at a three. I don't have fourth level spots. No. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> so 3d6, and then I regain hit points equal to half the amount of that damage that okay. I deal. Slash R? Yeah. Or R slash. Slash R. All right, Arg. thirteen. So you'll you'll be gaining uh, six points back, wow. and thirteen points of necrotic damage to the flesh golem. All right, you you do your vampiric touch, and what else do you do? So, oh no, I needed to use this when I got hit, right? What? Yeah, I did a reaction. But... Yeah, that would have been a reaction. To, yeah. God damn it! I should have done that. What were you trying to do? Misty step. Uh nice. Yeah. Fuck me. It's all good. It's not good. I have nine HP, Ryan. You can still attempt to leave. It'll yeah, get an attack of opportunity, but fucked. all right. <laughs> so when it's halved, if I have a thirty-five speed, how far can I, I it, it that's halves what I can move? Yeah, basically half your movement. Okay, fuck. It's all basically right. it's it's basically ten ten movement to go one square. Hmm. Instead of five movement. I'm not even gonna be able to get out of this, am I? I could run away. Can you levitate? I could have missed these steps and teleported, yeah. <laughs> but I'm fucking stupid. And if he hits me again, I'm dead for sure. I mean you won't be dead. I'd be dead. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna heal you next time it's my turn. Alright, so we soon I'm gonna try to move. Okay. Soonja, have right. you upgraded your will? Attack of opportunity. <laughs> All right, so it's going to attack as soon as I rolled a 14. Is that high enough to hit you? Oh, God, no. Thank God. Oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about attack opportunity. <laughs> Got to remember that. Got to remember to disengage sometimes. Yeah. So as soon as able to retreat. I think as... I can only move two squares, right? You have 30 movement speed? 35. So but that's going to take me 10. 
20, right? I can't even move 10. I can't even move 2. Is that what's happening? One square is 10. Is 10. For right now, 10. So I can move 3 squares. Yeah. Oh, I was like having my movement speed. I see. Okay. I'm running away to Eddie. All right. So Sundra <laughs> turns around and begins to retreat from the flesh golem. Fucking book it. And she ducks as the blade comes from the flesh golem's fleshy arm and she's able to avoid it. Damien, it is now your turn. What are you doing? You see Kona in the back cackling while the flesh golem is going havoc on the party. Rogar has yelled that he'll take care of the add-ons, the bandits. What are you doing? How dare you strike Asunja before she's placed me in her will? Shabama jump home, pal! Oh, throwing your javelin. Okay. So you throw your javelin at the flesh golem? Correct. All right. That will hit. All right. So you have to make a DC deck save. All right. I rolled, I rolled a two. Definitely fails. Mm. So you're gonna take fourteen damage. 14 lightning damage. Lightning damage. All right, make me a perception roll. Seventeen. Okay, that's very high. All right. So as you throw your lightning javelin into the flesh golem, you notice the lightning. It flashes brightly and it strikes the flesh golem's chest. As it does so, the flesh golem's uh, stomach up to the chest is all fleshy, begins to jiggle from the lightning striking it. And it seems like the lightning basically gets dissipated, and you see that it does not seem to do anything to the flesh golem. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. The, the lightning just... seems to just disappear off of it, and Colna's just cackling in the back. <laughs> Disgraceful! I shall return. Cunning action to disengage without an attack of opportunity. I'm also going to run between uh, Ediar and Rogar to feel safe. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. As you do that, Rogar looks around. He goes, You all take care of the boss. Yatari, with me. Yaito, help me out. Elroy, you stay in wagon. Stay safe. We'll take care of bandits, okay? (laughs) And Yaito looks over and nods. But he's kind of like in the middle. He's the closest to the flesh. He's like, okay, if if I can make it away. And Yatari just nods back as well. And what you see is Yatari and her elemental spirit or her Earth Elemental, they charge the bandits and Rogar goes running into the bandits fray and so does Yatari. And Yaito, he's going to actually use Misty Step because he's way too close to the Fesh Golem to get away. And he's going to go over here. And you're going to see as that's going on, they're kind of in the background now. So the NPCs are basically trying to fend off against the bandits while you're taking care of the boss. However, you're not sure how well the NPCs are going to be able to take on all these bandits you don't know how strong they are but you can see a rogar just get surrounded by a bunch of bandits and he's <laughs> swinging he's swinging his blade around like his life is on the line all right so while that's going on kona it is now kona's turn and she just grins how do you like my flesh golem now i'm gonna do something that hurts you even more are you ready <laughs> oh and she is going to cast another spell. Nomu, I need you to make me 
a will save, or it's not a will save. It's a uh, wisdom saving throw. All right. Here we go. Get the character sheet up there. Let me see here. Wait, let me see if I actually have it. Nope. Let me just roll it. Here it is. Pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. By the rocks, right? What's that? Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's the golem. All right, so uh, Nomu, as the wizard begins to cast another spell, you hear this this voice in your head, and she attempts to dominate you with her spell, dominate person. With a seventeen, however, you're able to kind of just shake it off, and you have a feeling that she was attempting to basically charm you and have her do her bidding but you're able to fight that off and she looks at you not bad not bad at all try that again all right so she's gonna move back closer to the flesh golem and Ediar is now your turn what are you doing uh i'm gonna fly in front of Isindra, and then i'm going to heal her uh what's healing spell too many spells of cure wounds level three uh so be 3d8 plus seven okay nice for 27 hp and then because of Is my blessed healer for me yeah it's healing you okay. for 27 and because of my blessed healer i also heal for two plus the spells level so i heal for five okay I will, for my bonus action, I will use... Hold on, I'm confused. 27 what? HP is what you're healing. Okay. What was the other thing you said? Oh, that's... I'm heal, I heal for uh, two plus the level of the spell Oh. Uh, whenever I heal someone else. Gotcha. Then I'll be moving... The, or the, attacking with the spiritual weapon, moving it to the flesh golem again. Okay. Uh, HP. For 12, that Seven. will hit. That hits. Yep. Damage is... Twelve damage plus an additional six. All right. Radiant. So your spiritual weapon cuts into the flesh golem yet again for an additional eighteen damage. All right. It is now the flesh golem's turn unless you're moving anywhere else. Uh, nope. I'm gonna stay here. All right. The flesh golem steps forward with its fleshy body. It's able to reach Ediar at least. Ediar, you're still within its reach since you just healed uh, Isundra. He had, yeah. to be, he had to be able to touch her. So you see the flesh golem come up with its giant like arm blades and it swings at you. 18, does that hit? No. All right. The next one, oof, the next one is a 25. Does that hit? That does hit. All right. You will be taking, uh, let's see here, 12 plus, uh, let's see, uh, 19 points of damage. Okay. 19. All right, Nomu, you are up. You see the flesh golem just dig into Ediar. What do you do? Yatari is behind you. She's attacking the bandits with her magic, but her earth elemental is basically using being a tank for her while she's in the back. Um, Nomu is going to use his feline agility, and he's going to dip and uh, about right here. Okay. Doubles my speed. And um, I'm going to slash and uh, take no names with this with this Kolna. All so right. He's going to pull out the righteous great sword and just let and let it descend. For fourteen, 
As you slash at her with, with a roll of 14, she sidesteps. Ha ha! Not close enough, Kitty. And then he spins and comes in with the extra attack. All right. Uh, wait, wait, I said extra attack. No, just just click it. There we go. Oh! oh critical. Woo! All right, so as you spin and you cut into her, she goes, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> you crit. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, and add a 1d6 because of cold damage because I absorbed that element, and it Ooh, is still man. on my blade. All right. Uh, where's where's my dice roller? There it is. 1d6. All right, so you rolled, let's see here, Woo, 21 points of damage plus 5 cold damage. Yep. So as soon as she died and she goes, not close enough, you spin around and you get her, you get her off guard. Ah! <laughs> Action surge! Weak. <laughs> Action surge! And he's gonna swing again. Cut into the the wizard for sixteen. That will hit. And he's going to bring the damage in. Let's see, two d six plus four. It's nighttime, right? Yeah, it's considered nighttime. It's evening. Okay, that's two d six plus four then. And he's oh, coming man. with the extra attack. All right. <laughs> no, I said, "Fuck you guys! I'm not weak." Right. <laughs> Oh, I missed. Oh, you definitely missed. So as you cut her uh, a third time, she ah! she, draw, she falls to the side just quick enough to dodge your second attack. She's not down, but she's hurt. Oh, how dare you? How dare you, Tabaxi? You will know the name of no more. Call up your dogs. Never. And your surrender flesh, yourself. Your flesh shall be mine, along with all your goods. All right, Isundra, you are next. You just got healed, and you're feeling much better. What are you doing? Yeah, I feel much better. Wait, is that ice feel concentration based? Yes, but it's, it only lasts around anyways, so it's oh, gone. Okay. Yeah, the difficulty so, is gone. Oh, okay. Good. You know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us? I just blast. There we go. <laughs> you gotta be like Nomu with his mage armor. Oops. I <laughs> no, that's fine. You have two beams anyways, so. Yep. All right, I'm so... hitting um, Fleshy Man. Okay, so 27 and a 23 will both hit Flesh Golem. Ugh. All right, your first Eldritch Blast. Wait, does... how did I roll a six? You rolled a I one. have a plus eight. That's your damage. So your oh. damage was a... You rolled a D10, which rolled a one out of the D10, and then your charisma is a five, so you rolled six times oh, damage. Fucking Christ. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's second a little one, better. Yeah, so your second Eldritch Blast flies through for t- 11 damage. So you do a total of 17 damage to the flesh going with your Eldritch Blast. You you shoot two large chunks of flesh off of its gut, and it just goes... Loser. It's still up, though. I'm moving. All right, where there's no difficult terrain now, so um, down here. Okay. Trying to get away from the prisoners and this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm glad you guys are calling them prisoners. What the fuck? They look like prisoners. <laughs> Your picture looks like prisoners. They got orange outfits on. Look like they're holding barrels. Like <laughs> wow, down, look down. <laughs> Ew, walking <I'm> down. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, it is your turn. What are you doing? 
Your disgusting meat bag may have been able to withstand this attack, but can you? Shabowato boom pow, bitch! <laughs> you shoot like your... Shazam. Right, you're Shazam up in here. You throw your javelin again, your lightning ja- javelin at the wizard for 20. Not natural, but that will hit. You deal... Oh, I have to make a DC save. All right, you deal 13 lightning damage. As she falls to the side from Nomu's savage attack, she gets a javelin of lightning to her side. <laughs> All right. Hey, her hair's smoking. She is really hurt, but she's not down. What else do you do, Damien? You can still move. Yep. Um, at this... Mm. Yeah, I'm going to flank fleshy guy with Eddie R. Okay, to give him advantage. You have advantage in that. That's the case. Yes, sir. All right. While you're doing so, you all notice in the background, I'm not going to make any rolls because I'll make this battle last forever, but you see all the bandits that are now attacking the NPCs. Rogar's got his great sword. They all are just fairly care- uh, common bandits. Rogar's, he takes a couple of hits, but nothing too serious. You see him cutting down several of these bandits left and right, but he is occupied. He cannot help you right now. And Yaito, he summons a flame tiger that jumps onto one and scratches his face out while the other bandits around him are like, oh, God, oh. And Yatari's earth elemental begins to pummel into the kneecaps and the shins of some of these bandits while she's casting magic. It's an all-out brawl all around you. It's, it's chaos. But the NPCs allow you to focus on the two main baddies for the time being. Kona's turn. I'm gonna have to be a concentration. No, I don't. She's not concentrating anymore. Um, but she looks at Nomu. Get away from me! And she's going to cast a spell. And what she's casting here, Nomu. Yes. Going to be. All right. First off, she's gonna try to get away from you. So you have an attack of opportunity. I take it. I can't grab. I had to attack. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get attacked then. All right, twenty-six. Oh, Val hit. Roll your damage. Where is my dice roller again? Why you keep disappearing from me? Twelve damage. All right, Nomu. You see, Kolna, the wizard. She tries to get away from you. You take your great sword into her back, and she <laughs> and as she runs away, she drops to her hands and knees as she quickly casts a spell. At you, Nomu, and you see these five darts of magic missile fling right at you. You're automatically going to take these. Oof. So it's automatically going to be five damage to whatever, and then plus whatever I roll. All right. One second. All right. So you'll be taking uh, 14 points of damage plus five of right. force force energy. Oh, I'm hurt. All right. That's cold in this turn. That's all she can do. Eddie R, what are you doing? You just got hit by this. Flesh golem, what what are you doing? Uh, so Bri, where are you standing exactly? Cause I, like, were you standing next to the flesh golem or away from it? Um, I'm about five feet to its right. Well, you got the, the campfires right here. If you wanted to flank them, you would have had to go either here. Oh, or here. okay. Sorry, I thought that was like for some reason the terrain still. Okay, I... no, you can still make it. I'll say you, that's what you were trying to do. You said you wanted to flank them, so yeah. the best flanking position for you would be right here. Right behind the flesh golem. Okay. My thing's taking a while to... Am I in position to flank because my thing's not updating? Yeah, you're in position, yes. Okay. I'm going to go for a level three 
inflict wounds. Uh, will necrotic damage hurt this thing? I don't know. Will it? He soon <laughs> cast a vampiric touch. Is that was vampiric touch necrotic the Sundra? Yep. Okay. Uh, well then, I'm going to go. Yep, level three necrotic wounds, which will be five d ten. Or let me do the damage. Let's do that twice. Uh, so with advantage, it'll be the 25. Alright, that hits. And be... Alright, 26. Ones. 26 <laughs> points of necrotic damage. Alright. Uh, yep, plus 6 radiant. Alright, so total of 32 points of damage. And as your necrotic and radiant damage hits the flesh, Golem, several parts of the flesh begins to melt off of it, and it begins to yell out as its eyes glow a red. I have to make a roll really quick. I roll a six, which is what it needs to do this. As it takes this damage, it goes in complete berserk mode, and it's now yelling and swinging its arms wildly. No. What else are you doing, Eddie? Uh, I'm going to... Use my bonus action for the spiritual weapon. All right, that will hit 26. 12, 12 damage. points of damage. Okay. Your spiritual weapon cuts deep into the flesh golem and it's yelling out in nonsense you can't understand and it's just going full out berserk. Uh, are you going to make a movement or are you going to stay? Uh, I'm going to stay. All right. So with the flesh golem going in full berserk, Damien is behind it. Eddie, you're still in front of it, so it's going to attack you because you are the easiest, and it sees you right next to it. It goes full berserk, swinging its arms wildly. I rolled a 22. Does that hit? No. All right. Second attack is 23. Does that hit? Yes. Okay. You'll be taking, let's see here. 20 points of damage. And the flesh golem does not do anything. It stays there. It is in complete berserk and disarray. Kona looks over at it like she's, it's it's gone berserk. I can't control it. That's fine. It will tear you up. Nomu, it is your turn. What are you doing? You see the golem is going nuts. You're looking around. Rogar seems to be okay. He's taking on the bandits. Yatari's having a, a tough time, but her earth elemental is helping her. And Yaito seems to be playing games with some of these bandits. They're all pretty like common bandits. None of them are very skilled. So your NPC allies are, are doing work, but they're busy. Nomu, you see his, uh, his studded leather armor is kind of like smoking from the middle of his chest. He takes a deep breath. And exhales, and he uh, he's using his second wind, so he's going to heal 16 points. Okay. So I'm at 24 now. And um, he's he's staring daggers at Kona. I've had <laughs> enough of you. He's trying to wear her ass out. <laughs> oh, we in this. He he's he's going to ready his blade, and he's going to charge forward. I'm talking, he looks like a freight train coming right Jesus. at Jesus. And he's going to uh, stab forward. Okay. Mm. Oh, that will hit. All right, dice roller, do your thing. Oh, God, 15. As Nomu charges at Kona, she's really hurt. She's bleeding out, and she looks at Nomu charging, and she has her hands up. Wait, wait, ah! And 
stab her with the sword for 15 damage. Yep. And, and as you do so, do you kill her? No. I'm actually, if she has fallen, I'm going to grab her and take her hostage. Drop your blades! All of you! Or the bitch gets it! Uh, the flesh golem is in full berserk. She has lost control of it, so it's attacking whatever it's closest to it, so it doesn't listen. The other, bandit, the other bandits that see the golem has been uh, went into berserk, they look at Kona, and they're just like, ah, screw this! This is not worth it! And some of them begin to retreat while Rogar grabs one that tries to run away in the back of the neck. Oh, where do you think you're going? And he slams him into the ground and then stomps on his back. Nowhere. That is where. Oh, ho, ho. Damn, they said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, I'm going to tie her up with my chains. Okay. And she's out of commission. Then. All right. That means Isundra, you're next. You see the bandits are beginning to retreat. And Rogar is attempting to not let them flee. Yatari is shooting firebolts, and Yaito is shooting his firebird and fire tigers all around at some of the guys retreating. They're not very loyal to Kono. They're just random bandits. So, Spell swords, trash. Basically. <laughs> what do you do? You still see this golem, though, that is gone complete berserk. He big man? Yeah. He's swinging out around wildly. He just did 20 points of damage. There you are. Hurt. Hurt. <laughs> hurt. I'm hurt. Um, I'm hurt. Does hurt. he look hurt? You just you see think? a good amount of the flesh is melting off of its body. Oh. It's not six six nine any longer. It's about it's about six two. Gross. Yes. Okay. Um, Noma looks like he has that situation under control. Down there, yeah? Yeah, he's got her tied up. Well, I'm just going to fucking Eldritch Blast. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to do. I got one spell. <laughs> use it. <laughs> Eldritch Blast is just so good. I think you're not you're making any good use of your other spells. Probably no, not. Down. <laughs> well, I don't want to hit you guys, and a lot of my other spells would hit you. Oh, reliable. Eldritch Blast. I could do Witch Bolt. We like Eldritch Blast. I didn't mean to click on that. I'm going to say, if you use Witch Bolt, you did notice that the lightning did nothing to... Is it technically lightning? Lightning? It doesn't say it is. Oh, it does say lightning damage. Yeah. All right, fuck it. We got one move. See, you guys? I waste my time looking at my spells for what? (laughs) (laughs) It's only because it's immune to lightning. If it wasn't, then you could have... Well, yeah, the other ones are like cones and stuff. So it's like, I'm going to... Where Eddie R doesn't want that shit. Maybe he does. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Ooh. Uh, Damn it. A 10 will hit. This thing's very really? easy. Really? Yeah, this oh, thing's really pussy. easy. 14 okay, damage. Okay. Right, let's see if it hits again. Ugh. A 9? A 9? <laughs> a natural one? A 9? <laughs> the nine actually hits. For real? Nice. Yeah. That's its try. I'm not even gonna lie, that's its AC. Damn. <laughs> you don't even have to try. For nine points of damage. Alright, the Eldritch Blast, both of them fling forward, blasting the flesh golem in the side, and as it does so, it yells out, screaming, swinging its bladed arms violently around. As it does so, the flesh explodes all over Damien and Eddie are. 
seeing a pile of disgusting burnt flesh on the ground. <laughs> as, as this is oh. going on, you all just hear the yells and screaming of the bandits saying, get away, retreat! And as a bunch of them begin to retreat, you can see Rogar is just like chasing them down, grabbing some of them, knocking them out. And eventually all the bandits are either knocked out or they have retreated. And it's now just the NPCs now that come back toward the party. Kalna is unconscious. Yeah, she's chained and gagged, and I have, I'm wearing her like a backpack. Elroy's looking around like, holy crap, that was nuts, guys. Yeah, we well, uh, just, you know, busted up. That's not an appropriate joke. I'm hurt. There's flesh all over me. <laughs> Elroy's like, that looks disgusting, Eddie R. And uh, Damien, ew, you have... You have people's flesh all over you, and it's it's burnt flesh. Oh, you might want to wash that off. Come here, Elroy. No, I'm not coming over there. Then I'll, I'll come to you. No, Damien <laughs> grabs him by his pants, like no wedgie. <laughs> no, a blob of it, and stuffs it down the back of his shirt. Oh God, by the gods! Then he it's smacks gross. his back. Good game, baby. You son oh, of a bitch. Man. We're in this together. Rogar comes in, sheathes his blade. Oh, ho, ho. I had not had this much fun in the last day. Yes. How did we do? Is everyone okay? Noma turns around. Hey, look what I got. You see him wearing his backpack, uh, wizard. <laughs> Yatari's, she's coming back. She's got, she's got a bunch of dust and crap over her, her robes from getting down in the dirt and she's just like holy crap that was really fun i'm glad you guys took care of that golem because man these bandits were were uh quite a bit there was a lot of them and she's just kind of just clapping her hands clean but it's a good thing my earth elemental busted some of their kneecaps that was great that was actually really fun we should do this again hey uh, it'll be again. <laughs> get over here real quick yeah make it quick i gotta run this broad's pockets <laughs> do you mind getting drenched in water to get this stuff off of you Wait, what? Do you mind being just in the water to get all this bile off of us? Nope. Wet t-shirt contest. Woo! Uh, I'm going to use create uh, well, create food and water to create 30 gallons of water and dumping all this to clean this off. 30 <laughs> gallons? Jesus. He, he said I'm not out here. You at Zumbizi like Bay, bro? Why are you trying to drown us? <laughs> I want this off of me now. I don't think there's much of a choice. He's just going to do it. It just has to be 30 <laughs> gallons. There's no pullback here. It it just says, uh, let's see. You create 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water. Jesus. It's happening. <laughs> We've been buying food all this time, you son of a bitch. Yeah, the food, what the? F- the food sucks. It says the food <laughs> is bland. You drink but nourishing. water in a food. bland food. It's also a third level spell. So. <laughs> That's not Why is it bland. That's bland, but nourishing. Uh. <laughs> Rogar, Elroy, Yaito, and Yatari—they all run away as the gallon, thirty gallons of water comes drenching down, almost drowning you and Eddie. R. Rogar is like, "Oh my goodness, there's so much water!" Yaito uses hey, misty step to get away. Oh my gosh! But it, it cleans the both of you. And as you stand there, the bandits are all knocked out. And if not, they have, the others have retreated. Kalna is unconscious. And the flesh golem is completely destroyed. Yait or Elroy looks at the group. Well, 
that wasn't too bad. It's a good thing we brought Yatari and the others because that was a lot of bandits. I agree. We would have got fucked. No one got hurt, right? Rogar looks around. No, I did not get hurt. The bandits did, though. I made them eat the dirt. And Yaito is looking around. Uh, I got a couple of scrapes, but not nearly as bad as what I did to them. And Yatari is just like, nah, I wasn't touched. I just got on the ground a little bit, you know. I think uh, I broke their kneecaps and stuff, so they're definitely well, well, uh, well worse than I am. Mm-hmm. Good. Didn't Rogar grab up somebody who tried to run? Yes. What happened to him? He's taking a dirt nap. Literally. He's, he's, yeah, he's in the dirt. His he face dead? is in the dirt. His legs are sticking straight up out of the ground. <laughs> Was he dead? Looney Tune style. We oh, can take he, him in too. He's not dead. He's just sleeping. Well, he can sleep in a jail cell. Bring him with us. Okay. Uh, Damien walks okay. up to Nomu. Turn around. He turns around. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> a 20 on slide of hand. What are you doing? Wow, running her Whatever pocket. this bitch got. <laughs> running her pocket. She can't do nothing. She's balled up on my back. <laughs> All right. So what are you? You're just running, rummaging through her pockets? For, yeah, anything she's stolen from others. Everything. So you find in her pockets she has uh, 200 gold coins. Woo! Along, shady bitch. Yep, <laughs> along with a ring, a golden ring that's in her pocket. Is it pretty? It's very pretty, but you're not sure if it's just a normal ring or if there's magic attributes. You know what it is, though. It's yours. Yep. Da-da-da-da. Do you guys think Jacqueline would like this? Possibly. It looks pretty nice. Probably. It is shiny. I like it. <laughs> yeah. It looks it's shiny, but it looks kind of cheap. Does it uh, check the materials and see if it matches like her outfits or her eye color or hair? Something that you think would be attractive. She looks good in everything. But <laughs> what does she look best in? Nothing. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Honest. All right, no one's gonna walk back to the uh, the wagon with her in tow. All right. So as as you do so, you you, you throw Kona into the wagon, and Elroy looks at the group. Well, oh, I, I ain't got to throw her in there. She's on my back. Nope, my bad. <laughs> you get into the wagon with her on your back, and Elroy's like, "All right, well, I guess we complete this quest. That wasn't that bad. I mean, it would have been really bad if it was just a couple of us. We would have gotten jumped. It was bad. No one got hurt. <laughs> yeah, it looks like soon just got, got hurt." Yeah, that's true too. And Eddie got hit too. Yeah, I'm a bit hurt. It was, so. a, good, it was a good thing. Yeah, I feel a little bit better now. So, with, with Kona unconscious, you take a couple of the bandits that are still unconscious with you, I'm assuming. Yep. And the party, I'm assuming, what, you're heading back to New Tempest now? Oh, we're turning these people in. All right. So, as the party makes way back towards New Tempest, the party has accomplished so far the quest. They just have to turn it in. But with that, we will end this episode of Taverns and Caverns, everyone. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a good session. Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of Taverns and Caverns. This is your dungeon master, Ryan, at HaphazardDM on Twitter. That's where you can find me. And you can also follow some of our other players. Hi, everybody. I'm Felicia. I play Sundra, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dagger Tribal. And I'm Bri. I play Damien and Desiree. 
you can follow me at blaze underscore nbk on twitter that's my new name and instagram is just blaze nbk no space i'm julian uh also playing eddie r you can follow me at jw zero on twitter or jw zero on youtube i'm robert jones and i don't have social media but i am on youtube you can find me at true bone that's t-r-u bone i make simple videos by putting video games to movies all right awesome blood and bone that's all i thought about <laughs> that's our players again thank you for listening and you can follow us again on twitter at taverns caverns cool and that's it see you guys next time all right yeah.